The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. A video widely circulated on social media depicts a schoolboy being attacked by other schoolboys in Navan in County Meath. The attack t- took place on Monday and a 14-year-old boy was hospitalised following the incident with multiple injuries. Now, for some local reaction, News Talk reporter Eva Kearns spoke to some of those she encountered. Schools should uh, either expel the children that are involved or put them back here or give them some expulsion anyway. Yeah, honestly, it's just shocking. Like, it's it's so hard to come to terms with what's happened. It's, it's so unfair on everyone in the school. And, like, I think it's being dealt with now. And that's all we can hope for is the right outcome. You know, I just think, like, at this day and age, things like that are still happening. It's unbelievable. I just, I can't get over it. I think they should definitely get some sort of jail time. Shouldn't be allowed to set foot in that school again. Like, I've seen some people try to say, because he had his hair pink, that he was bringing attention to himself but I don't get that because why would you care if somebody has their hair pink it's what they want to do with themselves it's simply an attack for no reason and what's the feeling like since this happened and since this has kind of gone on social media and is in circulation in the area Uh, anyone that I've spoken to has been absolutely disgusted and just completely outraged because obviously that's in our own town it's going to make us more annoyed because as a nation we're supposed to be quite an accommodating nation we've had our own persecution throughout the years so it doesn't make sense as to why you'd continue to do that yeah i have seen it unfortunately um i've seen it on actually a number of platforms twitter facebook and i know they're trying to get it down which is i think the right thing to do for the for the victim and I know that you have family members that are in the school. I can imagine for anyone that's in the school or even your own family that it's very distressing to see something like that. Absolutely. And we're nearly hesitant about send. well, only for exams, we'd be hesitant about sending them to school because it's not safe. Some people talking to reporter Aoife Kearns, who joins me on the line now. Aoife, good morning. No, we don't have Aoife just yet, so I will go to Darren O'Rourke, Sinn Féin TD for Meath. Darren, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Uh, your reaction to this, I'm sure you, sh- you, you have a fellow feeling with all of those people we just heard. No, absolutely, and I think they they, they very much capture the the feeling in in uh, in Navan and across County Meath and, and, and wider than that. I think uh, people are appalled, they're disgusted, they're shocked. Um, I think uh, rightfully there's been universal condemnation of uh, this attack, you know, a brutal attack that's uh, very graphic and has been widely seen by, by many people. And, you know, just to to extend the uh, absolute solidarity with the with the child, the 14-year-old child, that's the, the, the victim at the, at the heart of this. And and their family. Um, it's something that that shouldn't happen. Uh, it shouldn't be allowed to happen. Um, and uh, like we, we, it's it's really important that that the strongest uh, possible condemnation is is heard. And I welcome the fact that the Taoiseach was amongst uh, uh, many that 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 came out publicly in relation to this. And um, and I think there there, there it does require. A, an appropriate and strong rep- yeah. response from from the relevant authorities. Now, what do you think that response uh, should be? We heard on the Vox Pop there that uh, some people saying expulsion from school, others drop them down a year, uh, others saying jail time is what's required. I mean, th- these kids will be easily enough identified thanks to the posting of um, the uh, video 
probably not the intended consequence of the poster, uh, but uh, they will be identified. What do you think should happen to them? Yeah, I think you know there there are provisions there in 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 law. Um, the Gardaí have have powers and responsibilities. The school, similar, has has uh, um, uh, has standards and uh, uh, has has authority. So I think that you know uh, to to there's as you said there is material there. I, I you know um, there are individual actions you can see you can see from it that uh, there was a frenzy. I would call it a frenzy. Um, not everybody acted in, in, in the same way, but there are some more guilty than others. Um, uh, and I, I do think there was, you know, a case there where uh, eventually a couple of students did try and intervene and, and, and call for, 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 for people to stop. Um, I think uh, a detailed assessment of, of, of the material that's available and a response in in relation to that, and yeah, but what what should that response be? I mean, is the guard the response uh, the more appropriate than uh, the school taking matters into uh, its own jurisdiction? Well, I think I think both, and and even more than that, I think there's there's a need for a wider engagement uh, with the community on this matter because it's 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 gone beyond uh, an individual incident. I think it's 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 a, it's a touchstone now for for uh, these types of, of instances. And I think it's a, a appropriate that there is the guard response. There's, there's an obligation on the Gardaí to act in relation to this. And I welcome the fact that they are. The school, I know the school are well aware and they need to take their, their action. But also that action needs to extend to the community, to parents, uh, that there is a, an extension of that solidarity, a, a clear statement that um, these incidents should not happen, they're not acceptable in our community, and that there are consequences if they happen. Um, the fundamental question here, of course, is we know about this uh, because of the video. Uh, we might have seen uh, two inches in a newspaper about a child being uh, attacked outside a school. Um, if it hadn't been for the video, it would not have become maybe a national story. And I mentioned earlier, uh, a kid, a teenager, was attacked in Bluebell in Shikor last night, uh, has ended up in Bowman Hospital, another teenager. Yeah, yeah, and... and um, I think those those who who work in the sector and work with children and work in in, in our youth services have indicated uh, an increase in, in these type of incidences. Uh, I think you know it it requires that coordinated response. We need to get to the root cause of this, and very often it is uh, an issue of of difference or isolation or diversity um of exclusion and i think there's a there's a wider uh, societal piece there and no better place than our than our education uh, uh system to to begin to address that i know there are uh, proposals and already existing schemes in terms of SPHE and different different programs but we 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 need to as as a society and as i say i welcome the fact that the the Taoiseach has been out in relation to this to to be forthright in our in our mm-hmm. condemnation i know um, but if it, we start to generalise it, um, you know, everybody's doing it. We just happen to catch this one on video um, and, and therefore it's not particularly special. All the kids are kind of watching the wrong kind of videos, spending too much time uh, preoccupied by video games that are very violent and so on. Uh, kind of lets the perpetrators of this slightly off the hook, you know, that group dynamic. And maybe... You know, occasionally you find a, a perfect example that can be used to discourage others from behaviour by what happens to these guys. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, and, you know, the flip of, of that, Pat, is that, you know, this is a, it serves to amplify the the embarrassment on, on, on the child in question here. Um, and I think there needs to be a recognition of, you know, this, this family. I know they, they, they um, I know from speaking to my colleague, Councillor Eddie Fennessy, who's the mayor of Navan, that, you know, they do want their, their privacy recognised and, and uh, like it is a difficult, it's bound to be a difficult time for, for them. But it does serve as a, uh, to draw attention to the, to these types of of uh, incidents that, uh, as I understand it, are on the the increase, and I think we should have a, a zero tolerance approach in relation to it. That we must be very clear, no equivocation in relation to it. Um, that this is completely unacceptable, and I believe that you know more widely in society there there is deep condemnation in relation to it and and you, you hear you heard that from your for your own box pop so what's the appropriate response in relation to it to, to to recognize it as a as an incident but also to to respond uh, uh in a forthright manner um with the relevant authorities and i believe that's the guardy it's the school it's the the parents involved um and also the wider community in terms of you know, the people of Navan, the people of County Mead and wider saying that this is not acceptable. We do not stand over it. We do not accept it. Um, and uh, if it happens, we will call it out and we will respond to it. And I think that's what you're hearing from the political system, from the community in, in Navan and wider. And I, I believe it needs to be followed through now by the, the relevant authorities right. who have Damn. powers. Darren, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Uh, Sinn Féin TD for Meath, Darren O'Rourke. Uh, criminologist and podcast host of Real Lives Untold, Trina O'Connor joins me. Trina, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, you, you watch the video uh, like uh, everybody else, yeah. uh, it appears. Most people uh, appear to have had access to it. Um, the question of why it happened and how it happened, that group dynamic that kicked in, literally. Yeah, Um I think I think that's the big issue, actually, that for many people they're frustrated with because we are seeing this more and more. This whole kind of mob mentality where young people go into a frenzy um, and they almost receive uh, praise and rewards from their peers. That's the piece that I think is that we need to be putting intensive interventions in, into. But, but we also, I was listening to your contributor there um, talking about what, what can happen afterwards. We do have... Um, the incitement to violence or hatred and hate offences bill going through the Shannon at the moment and that should be rushed through because when somebody um, commits a hate crime it's a criminal act of violence and hostility um, against somebody because of who they are and it's very key that we recognise and accept that there is diversity within our country and around the world so we can't have a situation where somebody is attacked this is a child attacked by other children so you have to look at where is that mentality coming from and young people's brains and they don't have critical thinking they think in black and white they think that if they're not the person that does the worst damage that they're not going to be held responsible but they could in fact be held responsible for that mob crime of violent disorder and the young people involved in this criminal act whether they hit the first, through the first dig or through the last dig or just shoved, they can all be held responsible, and that's important. And they should be held responsible. There should be consequences. But I would veer away from making an example of young people, and I know some people are saying we need to see 
consequences of that on this group. We actually need to be looking at justice in a very proportionate way. It should be normalised that you receive punishment for crimes like this. Yeah. It shouldn't be that one group gets done and then others get away. And you do see that a lot, young groups getting away because of technicalities. So we actually need to look at that. Yeah. Now, we now the, the other uh, thing, we uh, mentioned video games, but you don't have to go online uh, to see examples of violence. You can watch um, broadcast television and look yeah. at what happens maybe in a, a GA match or a rugby match or even in a soccer match. You see the guys squaring up to each other. You often see a bit of rough and tumble, yeah. uh, no harm done. And, you know, you see lads in a field and I've often seen it and I think there's something major going on. Then I hear laughter as they, they all appear to be having a go at each other and, and they're, they're just having a bit of crack and it's very physical. But in this case, it, it spilled over into something much more nasty and clearly its motivation was nasty. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the whole research around video games and, and the increase in violence in young people kind of... A lot of that has kind of been debunked, but, but it's not about just one thing. It's about people's exposure to violence at so many different levels, say on social media, say within um, their peer groups like that rough and tumble, within sports. All of them things all desensitise people to um, violence. And, you know, the new youth uh, justice strategy looked at restorative justice approaches to deal with these kind of crimes. And that's the kind of way that we need to be giving out justice to young people and to give the victims justice so that people don't go unpunished. They need to accept that they've done wrong, acknowledge it's criminal what they've done, and then they need to go in some way to repair the harm. But this is... Yeah, but, but I have this vision. I, pardon me for interrupting you, Trina. Go but ahead. This uh, idea of you have this uh, young lad with pink hair who's dragged into uh, an, uh, an office by the powers that be, the authority, to sit down and face these gougers who are then in turn dragged in by the ear by their parents to have some sort of a, a showcase that's called restorative justice, which leaves the, the original victim traumatised all over again. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be... When, when you do them circles, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be the victim themselves. That can be one way that restorative justice, ha- justice happens. But when you do circles, it can be done with professionals, with other victims of crime, not their own victims. You can do it in many different ways, Pat. Because I agree with you, the last thing you want to do is re-traumatise um, the victim. But I think we need to be looking at where this came from. I imagine in situations like this that that escalation of violence didn't just happen. That that young person and people like that young person will suffer bullying at all different levels for a long period of time before it escalates to this point. So that means there are so many different uh, times and situations where we could intervene and we are not intervening at the correct junctures. So we need to be having anti-bullying strategies within school that needs to be boisted up. We need the resources there. DCU do a brilliant anti-bullying strategy. We need uh, teachers to be trained so that they can spot signs of, of bullying. Um, uh, we have all these things on our books, but we've just not resourced them, Pat. All right, Trina. Look, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Uh, podcast host of Real Lives Untold, criminologist Trina O'Connor. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.